Honey, why don't we go to your mother's this weekend? You want a trip to my mum's? Yeah, it'd be cool. But it's so far away. Sure, but that's cool. Well, the roads are littered with potholes, remember? Perfect. Anyway, why are you so keen to see my mum? See her? No, thanks. We'll just go there and back. Featuring suspension with progressive hydraulic cushions and 12 driving aids. New Citroen C4 Cactus Hatch makes every journey a joy. With Citroen, comfort is the new cool. Available now with 0% APR over four years. T's and C's apply. Conditional sales subject to status 18 plus. PSA Finance UK Limited. Citroen UK Limited are acting as a credit broker and not a lender. Citroen. Well, hello there. Chris here. Uh, what you're about to hear is not a new episode of the animationforadults.com podcast, but in fact a bonus episode from our retro cartoon podcast, Saturday Morning Cartoon Club, which normally you hear the episodes first via our Patreon feed. And if you would like to help us make more episodes and hear more episodes, then you can head over to patreon.com slash animation for adults and become a supporter and then we will produce more episodes of the Saturday Morning Cartoon Club as well as lots of awesome content for you and we hope you enjoy this episode which is about Danger Mouse both the original 80s version and the 2015 remake so we hope you enjoy and we'll be back very soon with a normal episode of the Animation for Adults podcast. He's the greatest. He's fantastic. Wherever there is danger, he'll be there. He's the ace. He's amazing. He's the strongest. He's the quickest. He's the best. Danger Well, hello there, and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoon Club, a new podcast from animationforadults.com. I am Chris, and I am joined by Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey there, Chief. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> Alec, Alec. How do you pronounce that as you say that? I'd like, okay. Probably shouldn't go on for too much of the banter because otherwise we've been making tons of this and people won't know what's going on. But we have a particular cartoon that we are going to be talking about today, aren't we? Yes. We haven't guessed at it already. We are going to be talking about a cartoon from the 80s and also from the nowies, and that is Danger Mouse. Yep. There's the yeah the original show that came back out in the 1980s and then they redid it for uh, Netflix I believe is it was it exclusively Netflix uh, reboot or was it uh, is it airing on TV as well? In the US it is a Netflix exclusive original. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the UK it aired on CBBC. Ah okay. Which is a children's channel from the BBC. Very good. Um, but it did not start. We, we, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves. It did yes, not start are. on the BBC. It actually started on ITV, the oh. uh, the rival channel. It, you know, obviously there's more more than one channel, but back then it pretty much was. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the days when there was actually. I think it started when there were only three channels. Um, oh, because it started back in. 1981 originally mm-hmm. um and it ran until 1992 and then the new series started in 2015 mm-hmm. so there was there was a quite a gap there um but it was it was my choice to talk about Deja Mouse, so i should probably talk a bit about my experience with dm sure and I have to say that uh, I I actually didn't watch it a lot as, when I was younger. When well, I did watch it when I was younger, but I didn't watch it when I was a child mm-hmm. uh, because I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, um, just I think you know you can't watch everything. Um, yeah. Well, 
it did start before I was born. That's another thing. Uh, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch it when it started. Um, but I didn't watch it much growing up, although I was aware of it. Um, I was more of a Count Duckula fan, which was a bit of a later series from the same studio, Cosgrove Hall, uh, who are a British animation studio, were a British animation studio. Uh, they made Danger Mouse. They made Count Duckula. They made another series called Avenger Penguins. Um, a Victor and Hugo was another one of theirs, uh, about two criminals called Victor and Hugo, the bunglers in crime. Uh, they made Wind in the Willows, a series based on that, a beautiful stop motion series. Um, and a lot of these series were, they had a, the same guy, kind of as their good luck charm, David Jason, uh, in one of the main voices. And he is the voice of Danger Mouse in the original oh. series. And he is also the, the, the uh, narrator who is a very important character. Oh, he voiced both. Okay, that's great to, that's great to know. Mm-hmm. I thought they sounded similar. I was uh, tuning into some of the uh, episodes, or at least an you know, episode of the older show, because I'm at least recently was more, I became more familiar with the 2015 uh, Netflix uh, series because that is uh, my, that's been my first exposure since I don't believe uh, the older episodes of Danger Mouse are available to see in the U S. So that's, my first exposure, but I think I just saw a few clips of it. And it, um, yeah, I was wondering like, Oh, this, both of these voices sound very familiar, but I just, it's, it's very funny. Yeah. Um, it apparently aired in on Nickelodeon, like back in the day. Oh really? Uh, yes. It, um, and, um, they, I found out today that one of the characters was redubbed in the original showings. Uh, oh wow! The the villain of the piece, uh, his sidekick called Stiletto. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he's got a, he's got a uh, not terribly accurate Italian accent. Uh, <laughs> his his full name is I only found this out today is um, Stiletto Mafiosi, uh, and uh, he's the hench crow of the bad guy. And mm-hmm. Apparently, they were a bit worried that Italian Americans would be offended if the villain, oh, okay, gotcha, had a Italian accent. So they mm-hmm. made him a Cockney. Oh my, okay. Uh, but apparently, kept the Italian pronunciation of certain words. So, <laughs> so his his catchphrase is "Si Barioni," and he apparently said, "All right, Barioni," or whatever. So, uh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. (laughs) I haven't explained the concept or anything to anyone who doesn't know. Um, uh, Yeah. Where was I? What what is, to the inexperienced, what is exactly this strange cartoon called Danger Mouse? What What is it about? What is it is, what is its focus? It is about a character called Danger Mouse and his his loyal sidekick Penfold, and he is he's amazing. He's the greatest. He's the greatest secret agent in the world, mm. uh, as the theme song says. Yes, he is a secret agent mouse, um, with an eye patch, and he wears a turtleneck, and he has his secret headquarters underneath a post box on the corner of Baker Street. Oh, oh, so it is on Baker Street. Okay. Yes. Um, it, so it's you've got a bit of... Um, there's a bit of a James Bond element, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of a Sherlock Holmes element, because it's Baker Street. Um, and also, the name apparently refers to an old, like, 70s or so British spy show called Danger Man. Which I haven't oh, seen, okay. All right. don't know anything about, but it's a thing, mm-hmm. um, I guess, because this was one of the first series that did the thing like The Simpsons does, where it worked on several levels. So even if it was on children's channel, I mean children's uh, children's TV, it had like jokes for adults in and stuff. So I guess in the early eighties, 
the um, adults would remember a show from the 70s. So, mm-hmm. gotcha. Um, but I mostly watched Danger Mouse quite a bit later, to be honest, because um, they showed it on Boomerang. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So I saw it and I discovered, wow, this is really great. <laughs> it, it, I discovered the um, like the clever humor and stuff, and mm-hmm. also then they started like releasing it on DVD. And I started collecting it, uh, so I actually I'm cheating a bit because I didn't actually watch it as a child much, but I still well, love yeah. it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you still had exposure to it, and there was something about it that appealed to you that you know we wanted to make sure, we wanted to delve in and talk about it a little bit today. And uh, just to make sure to clarify, also, I mean, if it, is, it hasn't been obvious by the way we've been talking about it, not just the, in terms of the premise, but um, this is very much a comedy. So <laughs> yes. it's a, you know, it's a very straightforward cartoon where we have it's episodic. So every single new episode, we have our dynamic duo handling a new situation or case or whatever. And it's every new one is just as outrageous. Sometimes it deals with aliens. Sometimes it deals with giant robots and mwahahaing uh, supervillains. And uh, at least some, one of the older episodes that I had a chance to look at is about um, monsters that literally pop out of a, a pop-up book. <laughs> so it's just, it's anything can and will happen. It will, you know, just expect the unexpected. And it's the way it kind of handles its sense of humor is, at least in my opinion, I really enjoy it because it's very straightforward type of humor. It's it, it's self-aware. Um, the narrator, as uh, Chris has already mentioned, is actually a character in the sh- in the show. He you you hear his voice and you don't see him, but he has a very self-aware sense of humor and uh, you know poking holes and like oh this is ridic- this is ridiculous kind of thing. Yes, he he's always making fun of the show and stuff. And um, basically, see, we like he doesn't want to be doing the narrating, but mm-hmm. and that that is the element that is in both the original and the the updated version. Yeah, they're, they're actually I'm surprised. Like I'm looking with, with how like how many episodes of the new show that I've seen, they really did their um, darndest to really kind of bring this idea. You know, to you know, others obviously a more modern day audience, but the animation's really good. Um, I really like the the back and forth between Penfold and uh, Danger Mouse. <laughs> it's really, I think that's probably out of all the elements in the show. I mean, obviously the ridiculous scenarios, you know, can just get a giggle because of the fact that they're so ridiculous. But it's so it's uh, it, it the the funny just gets amplified so much more in terms of how the characters react to the situations, like you know. DM or Danger Mouse is always typically calm, cool, collected, and just basically, you know, just so used to danger. He's just like, I don't even like, he, he, he could see an explosion, like no, you know, only like a foot away from his face and he just wouldn't, he wouldn't blink, <laughs> which I think is, and then of course, Penfold is his assistant who is obviously much more likely to scream and run away when danger is right in front of him. So, and then, Danger Mouse will grab him by his collar and just tug him along. Yeah, it it kind of doesn't make any sense that no, his dog is is even there because it's like why would he become a secret agent or whatever? He's, it's it's like he's not not the most obvious person to be putting himself in these sort of situations, um, and he always wants to run away and avoid getting into any trouble, and you kind of think. How how would he actually end up there? And you kind of think, is he just like Danger Mouse's mate? Is that what's happened? <laughs> just 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 an old buddy who just kind of just got dragged along on this job. It's like, hey, yo, I got a I got a job as a super secret agent. I need a buddy. You just come just come work with me. And it's like, well, okay, I've got nothing else better to do, so why not? <laughs> but um, I actually there was one episode of the new show that I really enjoyed that kind of played with that idea it was let me see if i can double check the episode title it was the hamster effect as a play on the uh title butterfly effect Mm -hmm. it has to do with time travel and the fact that the exact moment that uh dm and penfold met 
and there's a lot of time travel involved in terms of changing events that happens and how they met and then how things change, you know, how much better Penfold's life is. He's this big, like, billionaire, you know, uh, with this big giant company and no, and, and of course Danger Mouse without having Penfold around, like his 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 uh, flats a mess and just <laughs> it was cute. I really enjoyed that one. And uh, keeping up the sort of Bond side of things, you've got um, you've got the boss Colonel K, who's mm-hmm. like the um, you know like M basically, and in the in the uh, 2015 version, he's voiced by Stephen Fry, which is genius. Yes, he is hilarious. It, it, and they've they've given him a bit of a bigger role, I think, in the newer version. And then the original, he's just you know the um, guy who sends him off on a mission or whatever. But he actually has he actually has some storylines in the new version. I haven't seen a whole lot of them. I've only like gotten a few episodes in so far he has definitely been a lot more active in terms of, there, there are lots of jokes made at his expense, which is very, very good because he's just like some, there will be some times where he'll be just like, you know, darn it, danger mouse when things go wrong. But then most of the time he just seems pretty chill, which is not something you'd really expect from uh, the head of a uh, secret service when crazy stuff like this is happening. But you know, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, that's part of the show's charms. Like, no, none of the characters really behave like you would expect. At least I don't think that they have, which has been one of the most enjoyable aspects of watching this or getting to getting involved with this particular show. And uh, we have got the his his arch nemesis is Baron Greenback, who is an evil toad. Who. Um, I guess in the original version is kind of based on Blofeld and stuff, but in the new mm-hmm. version he's got a German accent and they call him Baron Baron von Greenback, um, mm-hmm. and he has a little white caterpillar that he keeps on his lap and he strokes him like yes. like a cat. Yes, like he is basically like the the it's the ref it's the Doctor Claw reference and I love it. Um. <laughs> I'm just like there. There are so many ways we could go, or like in terms of talking about this show. It's like, but it's just so like I went all over the place in a good way. I want to make sure that's clear. It's just the fact that you basically you could just turn on an episode, a different episode, and you'll you'll find some kind of new type of shenanigans going on. There's there's definitely a sort of um, with the old one in particular. There's definitely a sort of uh, Python esque sense of humor sometimes and oh, yeah. there's actually bits there are even bits of animation in it that are kind of like terry gilligan type animation with like cut out things and stuff like that in the oh, old version. yes yes so it's pretty obvious where some of the influences are um, <laughs> yes and, and it's even carried over into the new stuff too i mean it not, it's not nearly as like obvious as the original cartoon uh but definitely at least when it, you're looking at like some of the setting shots and the backgrounds when they're having like say they're running around outside in the london streets and you look at the buildings and they're definitely like you look they don't look entirely like they're part of the scene like they were just kind of cut out and just put right there to you know it's like oh this these are our london buildings there's sort of a sort of photocopied look to the backgrounds in the original and I think they tried to recreate it a bit because um, mm-hmm. obviously the people who are making the old the new version are many people who've grown up with the original okay so yeah they're trying to they're trying to pay homage to it as much as they can mm-hmm. but also update it and I, I think they do, they do a very good job they do. I have to say, like, there's definitely, you can tell from the production side of things that the people, you know, whoever's working on this definitely seems to, like, have a lot of passion for the project, which is which is always really fun to see come through, not just the, you know, the, the writing and the animation and just basically everything that makes the, the, a, te- a TV episode a TV episode. And it, sound, it just, I love it when I'm watching shows like that. 
because this is, I mean, it's even as an initial exposure to something, that's the kind of stuff that I really want to jump in and see because it's, that's one of the best ways you can learn about something new is when you're learning it from the people who grew up with it, you know, enjoyed it as growing up and just wanted to have their hand at writing it, you know, creating a TV show. Obviously, if you go back to the old one now, the animation and everything is pretty dated, but I, if you can get past that, I think you will still enjoy the writing and everything. Oh, yeah. And, and the voice acting. And um, one of the one of my favorite things is the way everything is on is on basically on a male scale. Oh, okay. Interesting. And with, um, yeah, I didn't, I did notice that with, uh, the watching the old versus the new one, because the, yeah, the old one is definitely, everything seems a lot smaller. Whereas with the new one, the 2015 one, there doesn't seem to be a lot of, uh, they don't really get that same sense of scale. Everything's just like all the animals are just like kind of human size almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think they've maybe not kept that so much. I think it's mm-hmm. it's a bit. There are times I think when it feels like that, but because I think he's well, actually he's got sort of. I'm trying to think what he is. Um, his his headquarters is like in the new version. Is um, it, still... it is. It's it's still yeah. It's still the same uh, post box. It's still a post box, but it is a giant building shaped like a post box. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. Because it's very much in the original. It is actually a post box, and he's underneath it because he's a mouse, mm-hmm. and uh, his sidekick is is a hamster. So everyone everyone's little, and um, there's one of the episodes I watched the old version. Um, they end up running into some aliens who oh, are no. who are planning to invade the Earth, and they beam them onto the ship. And then the aliens discover they have made a miscalculation because the aliens are actually tiny. Oh, dear. And Danger Mouse and Penfold tower over them. Oh, goodness. And they say, uh, where, where you come from, is everyone that big? And Danger Mouse says, oh, no, not at all. Most of them are much bigger. We're actually really small by comparison. Yeah. And I thought that was very good. That was, that's clever. That's very clever. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, is there any other specific episodes I want to discuss? Because I think most, like I said, I'm, most of what I've seen are all from, like, the, uh, the newer, the newer show. But um, something that I will say that I really thought was funny, I don't know why my brain made this comparison as I was kind of, watching the show, learning more about the characters and stuff, but every single time Danger Mouse is on screen and is just kind of doing his thing, his uh, superhero secret agent kind of shtick, um, his antics in a way really super remind me of uh, Basil of Baker Street from uh, The Great Mouse Detective. Uh-huh. Just like, if that character was like brought into the modern day and became a secret agent, this is the kind of character we're dealing with, and that's that I I am totally prepared to watch an entire show with that being the focus. It is well, uh, that's obviously influenced by Sherlock Holmes, and this has got yes. a bit of a. It's it's kind of like they went. Let's just bring all the great British things together in the big <laughs> melting pot and uh, have fun with it. Yeah, just make this great big comedy show about spies and supervillains and just crazy plans to take over the world and even some kind of you know modern day problems like uh what was the i think there was one of the episodes i was watching i think just today was i think it was called uh the good the ba and the ugly obviously reference on the good and the bad and the ugly um where danger mouse is confronted with the fact that he just is obsessed with winning and he has to learn to lose in order to you know, capture the bad guys, and it was, but the way, yeah, obviously that sounds like, you know, a been there, done that kind of plot, you know, because you always have those characters that are just, like, obsessed with winning, it's like, oh, you know, winning isn't everything, and all that, but the way they kind of played on that, and just made it, uh, for the humor side of it, was Mm -hmm. 
really, really well done. It wasn't, it didn't end the way I expected it to end. Really nothing in this series was like I expected, to be honest. If, I, if I'm being completely honest here, I like, I went into this, watching this series completely blind and not really getting too, you know, I mean, I, I figured it was a comedy, but in terms of the level of comedy, I wasn't too, I wasn't aware. And then there it was in front of me. And it's like, huh, you know what? This is really good. I like this. I like this a lot. And the animation, it helps that the animation in the uh, 2015 is very, very, very good. Yes, it's done by Boulder Media over in Ireland. And most of the episodes are directed by Robert Cullen, who is a very talented fella. And um, actually, as I was saying about them being people who, who grew up with Danger Mouse, I remember he put on, on Twitter basic pictures that he'd drawn when he was little of Danger Mouse. Oh, that's so cool. So, you know, he's he's gone literally from being a little little boy watching Danger Mouse and drawing him to eventually you know, directing the remake. And you think, ah. Oh, That's dream, fantastic. Dreams do come true. Yep. <laughs> yes, indeed. And sometimes they come in little red post, uh, little red, uh, post boxes. <laughs> One of my favorite things um, in the, the remake remake uh, or reboot or whatever you want to call it um is that danger mouse is not the only secret agent in this agency oh um, yes and you you get to meet some of the others and i i at some point you just think maybe it's a say um throwaway gag about um because they're all i think they all begin with they're all got the same initials i think they're all danger m something yeah, danger sheep, danger like, what was the other one? Oh gosh, because I know the one of the episodes I was just referencing had another danger agent, danger agent. Ugh, I can't talk. Um, involved in proceedings, but uh, oh, I think yeah, there's supposed to be like a whole team of them. There's, there's, uh, I've got a list up. There's danger moth and danger mackerel. Those were the ones that. <laughs> yes. Okay. That was yeah, danger mackerel. That was the one I was trying to think of. Danger hedgehog. Danger Pelican, Danger Babies. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Neither have I. That's uh, that's 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 worth investigating at some point. And there is also um, the American equivalent, uh, who is called Jeopardy Mouse. Oh my God! What? Oh, Jeff. What? Okay. Because there's one episode where Danger Mouse has to team up with Jeopardy Mouse. And you know, you do the kind of buddy movie type thing. Yeah, the buddy uh, comes like, I don't like you, I don't like you, then we have a bonding moment. Uh, but it's um it's female agent voiced by Lena Hedy, the the British actress who plays Cersei Lannister. Wow. Okay, that's oh I just kinda wanna see that episode just from the actress alone now. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds cool. Is it but like the um like the pun game and in, in the characters' names of his that that is is um high. Oh uh, yeah, uh, lots of puns. Tons and is. tons of puns. Fourth wall breaks. Um and yeah, I think there was even there was an entire joke in the very first episode of the reboot where they had all these great action sequences to start off the um the new the new series of Danger Mouse. And then Danger Mouse gets in trouble because he caused so much damage. And the um, what's the 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 guy the um their supervisor's name again? Uh, K. Colonel K. Colonel K. He chews them out, and then it's like, well, we had we you spent so much on the budget for our new show. We have now the narrator has to go back and forth doing the incidental music, and then you hear this just overhead voice going, "Bum bum ba, it's not time yet." <laughs> Oh, goodness. Very, very clever writing on this show, for sure. And I can really assume that was uh, heavily inspired from the uh, original. Yeah, we, uh, we've got um, some of the characters include Pandaminium, who's a panda, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Lucifer, Lou being British slang for toilet, because it's an advanced robot toilet gone rogue. 
Oh my god, I, I think I saw that character, like, they, they haven't introduced him in the new show yet, or at least I don't think I saw the episode where they introduced him and he showed up in the background. I think they, they like, show, uh, when I saw them on TV, I think they showed them out of order, because there was, like, someone, a character was introduced in a in an episode, was, yeah, there was Snowman, voiced by Richard Iowedi, and he just turned up at one point, but he was introduced in a later episode, but, you know, he had, like, a return cameo or whatever in an episode <laughs> that went out before that. So you hadn't met him yet. Okay, that's interesting. This is, it's really kind of, it's interesting. I was, tr- I'm using that word a lot, so. <laughs> I just find this show fascinating. I'm sorry. It's... But I, okay, sorry. Yep. I just I, I love it when shows just kind of like especially if it's a like a reboot or remake if they're then you know obviously they expect people who were familiar with the original source material to tune in or at least check it out mm-hmm. so sometimes they'll have character cameos that maybe they didn't originally you know haven't had time to introduce yet but they'll just kind of throw them in there it's just like oh hey remember these guys they're still here Yeah, but definitely, like the original, there were jokes that kids just wouldn't get. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's lots here as well. Like, I'm not sure many of the kids are going to understand the character called Isambard King Kong Brunel. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's going to go right over his head. I... I mean, unless lots of kids are fans of Isabel Kingdom Burnout, I don't know. Uh, he is a scientist monkey in a top hat, and he's yes, yes. I think I, I I met. I think he was introduced in the episode that I was watching earlier today. It was the uh, the the hamster effect. He was the one who was going back and forth in the time machine. Yeah, With a have, very tall top hat. They have much more um, recurring characters, villains, and stuff in this. Whereas in the original, it was mainly Greenback most of the time. Okay. So he was the primary the primary villain character. Yeah. There were the occasional um, other characters cropped up, but it was mainly him. Um, although Count Duckula started off as a, a bad guy in Danger Mouse. Really? I did not know that. Before he became his own hero in his own show, but it's not actually... The character is quite different. They, huh. did, they did change him quite a bit. Um, like, he talks different, and in the Count Duckula series, he is a vegetarian vampire duck. Um, <laughs> but in the old version, he's just a straight-up straight vampire duck. Whoa. So that's... He got his start in Danger Mouse. I didn't... I had... No idea. Like, what was episode he was introduced? Do you know? Uh, no. Oh, darn it. <laughs> um, but they they have also brought back that version of Count Duckula in the remake as well. Oh, I haven't found that episode yet. I have to keep watching. Find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he isn't. I don't think I've seen the episode of the new. The new duck killer in it yet? Mm. There are quite a lot of episodes. Um, yeah, there, are, there are two seasons, if I recall, but each each one has a good good deal of episodes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how many? Uh, well, I guess because it's if the nineteen eighties cartoon, they probably only had like a certain number of episodes. But I imagine it was one of those like those constantly running television shows. You said you sent out Boomerang, right? I did, yeah. Um, but I think I think when it aired originally, um, they most of them were like ten minute episodes, but um, they had like a story split into several episodes. Oh, multi parts, multi part episodes. But they then later edited them into just one episode, like a twenty minute episode. I think they were basically always two parts or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And 
the fe- the first ones were just like ten minute stories on their own, and then from like series two on, um, mm-hmm. there are like twenty minute episodes. But the beginning it says the episode title, and then it says part one or. But then the rest of the episode, they've just edited out the bit where it says part two. So you just think it's just one episode. So Interesting. I think they just um, edit as 10 minute episodes to start off with. And then went back and when it was re-aired, they showed them as as edited together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these episodes are very short. Um, I know that they've uh, they kind of kept that. I know the original ones were definitely you know short for a typical you know standard uh, typical cartoon uh, length. But I know with like with a lot of cartoon shows, they've gone for the the full kind of half hour. But this is definitely you could uh, see this broken up in like a couple ten minute. 11-minute episodes on uh, for the new version on Netflix, which is mm-hmm. really makes it easy to go from one episode to another to another to another. <laughs> kind of like a similar, I know Steven Universe is kind of going through a similar like like uh, length, just mm-hmm. very short even short episodes. Even though a lot could potentially happen, they just they put a lot into a into that 11 minutes. And same for Danger Mouse too. There's there's quite a lot of shenanigans happening from the minute the episode starts to the second it ends. But one of the most amazing things about the original version is mm-hmm. quite how popular it was. Um, it actually got, in the UK, it got um, at its height, I think it said in about 1983 or so, um, mm-hmm. it got 21 million view- viewers. Whoa, seriously? Yeah. Wow. So it obviously wasn't just being watched by the kids. No, certainly not. So it was, you know, like one of the first first um, animated series that that did that multiple level sort of thing. That is so cool. This was back when, like I said, there weren't so many channels. There were like multiple digital channels. There wasn't the internet. There was mm-hmm. a, there was a Netflix, there wasn't all these. I mean, there were video games, but there wasn't as much, much other distractions. So, you used to get much higher viewing figures generally. These days, yeah. these days in the UK, like half that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's just it was different, you know, just different time in regards to the fact that yeah, you said there were there weren't as many other options in terms of you know visual entertainment, but it's. I like the fact that they kind of took advantage of that in order to have a show that entertained kids with, you know, with the, just the scenario of the fact that we have a secret agent mouse living in a, living in a post box and mm-hmm. then just having that, a level of, a level of humor that can entertain them, but also entertain, you know, their parents who are probably sitting in the TV room with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe only half paying attention and they throw out a joke that maybe the parents over here is like, oh, wait, what? Oh, this is actually really funny. I was spotting like uh, 2001 a Space Odyssey references. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. It's, it's, I wouldn't call it, oh God, what is the show that I'm trying to compare it to? It's not like, it's not like nothing is sacred with Danger Mouse. It's the fact that it just, it takes a lot of jabs at different types of, you know, uh, popular culture in terms of just, you know, like, can we make a joke out of this? And if they say yes, then that's exactly what they do. <laughs> we'll make that into an episode. <laughs> but it's always, it's always done with style and, and taste. Mm-hmm. And another thing that they've done with the more recent version is they've added many more female characters, because to be honest, there weren't any in the original. Ah, yes. And I think one of the, just to make sure I clarified in terms of the difference between the, um, the 1980s and the 2015 uh, version of the show, the, um, the professor who we see in the 2015 show, who is basically the kind of um, the, uh, you know, the tech expert, like you would see in the James Bond movie to give danger, the Q, to give danger mouse all his gadgets and stuff. Um, I forget what her her full name is because it's very long, but she is a, I think she's either a chicken or some type of bird. 
And was she in the original Professor show? Squawk, Professor Squawk and Cluck is her Squawk name. Squawk and Cluck, yeah. Um, there was a there was a Professor Squawk and Cluck in the original, uh, but it was a male character. Ah. And the episodes I've watched, uh, he wasn't in it. So I don't. I remember when the um, when the new series was coming on, and they were saying, "Oh, and they've uh, this time there's a female Professor Squawk and Cluck." I was thinking, I don't remember Professor Squawk and Cluck. <laughs> I've watched lots of Danger Mouse, so I don't remember that character. Um, so I don't think he played as big a part as... Um, but it might be in later series or something that I haven't got to in my rewatch or whatever. So mm-hmm. so I, I'm i not very helpful there. But that, it was, that's okay. It was definitely a male character originally. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's interesting because Squawk and Clock isn't really... She's not in every single other episode in the 2015 uh, show either. It's not like she's a constant mm-hmm. character that shows up. Like sometimes there'll be an episode that has her in it. Sometimes, you know, she'll be gone for one or two episodes and then she'll just kind of pop back in whenever something, you know, calls for her having to be there. But I do like the, um, the, how, what the kind of dynamic she has with the other characters in terms of the fact that she's just kind of like this, uh, super, like, social media efficient, like, you know, obviously tech genius, very headstrong young, you know, young woman and just will not take any of uh, Danger Mouse's, like, shenanigans or just being over the top. It's, it's like, Danger Mouse, what did you do with my super indestructible handcuffs? He's like, did you take them? Like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's like, good, because otherwise I have to put, put something really embarrassing on the internet. <laughs> I love kind of you know cartoon shows that just no matter what kind of episode or what kind of um especially with like standalone ep- uh, series like this where you could put the characters in quite literally any kind of situation and they always just have something fun to do. And Danger Mouse from the episodes I have seen is definitely one of those shows. So if that's the kind of cartoon that really just really yet you would really enjoy then I definitely would recommend checking this out whether or not you can uh find episodes of the you know, or watch episodes of the original or even you know just jumping on Netflix and uh checking out the 2015 reboot yes um it's not on the original is on Netflix in the UK but the uh 2015 version isn't as yeah the... I found that out <laughs> um and in America, it seems to be the other way round. So, yes. <laughs> confession time. We was we were thinking that we were watching the same thing. We were because we he, Chris here, you know, was able to get on Netflix and watch all you know as many episodes of the original show as he could. And I hopped onto the my uh, Netflix. You know, it's like okay, I'll watch so, oh, oh, older Danger Mouse, and I was you know committed to say okay, watching the older one, not the newer one. And then I hopped onto Netflix and there was only the new one. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll just watch the new one and uh, see what I can glean just from that. <laughs> and I had a very good time. I really did. It's just a matter of like, uh-oh, I didn't exactly watch what I was meant to watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I remember years ago, I listened to this, this podcast where um, uh, they, they were reviewing the film and then, as they were reviewing it, it became clear that one of them had had watched another film with the same name, and he was like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> this sounds like a completely different movie. Uh, it was it was Outlander, the movie about um, like Vikings and aliens or something. Um, <laughs> only he watched a film that was like like a Polish drama or something. It was like really, you know, really serious. Oh, wow. That's... And he was like, what? And he goes, what are you talking about? Vikings and aliens. And... That sounds awesome. <laughs> the film I watched was about depressed people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's one of those situations. Like, oh, we were meant to watch the same thing, but kind of didn't. 
But the good thing is, Danger Mouse is always awesome. So, you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter how, if it's the original in the 1980s or the 2015 reboot, both of which, both are equally awesome. Both are equally entertaining, funny, charming. Probably one of the better comedy cartoons I've seen in a while. And it, it's very British, I would say. Oh, that. yeah. Very yeah. British, yeah, British humor. But. This is coming from someone who I quite literally grew up watching Monty Python, so mm-hmm. this a show like this is not too much of a stretch for me. Yeah. Not at all. And Cosgrove Hall, who made the original, they were a very awesome studio, as I said, who made many, many series that I grew up watching, as well as this. The Count Dacula was amazing. <laughs> uh, Victor and Hugo, uh, which was about a um, two bumbling criminals. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was uh, the big the big brother and the little brother, and the little brother had a little beret on and uh, a <laughs> little mask, and uh, he was a bit stupider than the other one. They're both pretty stupid, um, and they did Wind in the Willows. Yeah, you mentioned there was a, a stop motion Wind in the Willows. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Um, really and, liked that one. Yeah, it had the um, had the voice of David Jason again, who was the voice of Danger Mouse. He was the voice of Toad. In was oh god, I need to go back and watch that now. They did. Um, there was like they did a film version of the original story, mm-hmm. and then they did um, like a basically a spin-off series, just further adventures of the Wind in the Willows characters. Hmm. And it was, it was my favourite version of Wind in the Willows. <laughs> um, and also they went, they did, they did one film. Uh, they did the BFG animated version, the BFG. Yes. I remember that one for sure. And, wow. And, and guess who did the voice of the BFG? David Jason! Oh my god! He was like their... um, Nostalgia bone triggered. He was their lucky charm. That Um, was... That's so cool! And I think they did keep going till sort of the 2000s or so. Um, I know they they did shut eventually, sadly. Um, But they kept... They did... They did keep doing uh, like kids shows. They did a mix of animation, 2D animation, and stop motion. Um, mm-hmm. They were founded by, I think, Brian Cosgrove and Mark Hall. And Brian Cosgrove is actually one of the like a um, a producer or something, or a creative consultant on the new version. So he he gave he gave the thumbs up to the new Danger Mouse. Um, uh... Unfortunately, the the um, the other founder of the studio is no longer with us, but um, mm. Cosgrove Hall. I would like to raise a raise a glass to Cosgrove Hall because they were an important part of my childhood. <laughs> here, here. Thank you, thank you, everyone who was participating, you know, involved in that studio. That is awesome, and also raising a glass to the guys and gals who took up the torch of the new Danger Mouse. Yes, very well done program. That Boulder Media. Well done. <laughs> yes, indeed. And also, you can watch some of the classic episodes of Danger Mouse completely legitimately on YouTube uh, via a channel called Flashback TV Kids. Ah, yes. Which has got a bunch of episodes of Danger Mouse and also Count Dracula. And Avenger Penguins and some other unrelated shows. Um, so you can check those out. And I know a lot of stuff is on YouTube that shouldn't be on YouTube, but this is actually <laughs> official. So yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it, it can be hard to tell sometimes, but this is like a legitimate channel. Mm-hmm. But I'm really glad it exists because that way I was able to, at the very least, get a look at what the original Danger Mouse looks like because it wasn't on Netflix. Someone needs to change that. <laughs> Someone needs to fix that somewhere. I think it might have been before perhaps it expired. That's the thing about Netflix. Eh, 
yeah. So annoying. Um, you go, you go to watch something, then it's not there anymore. Yeah. Oh well. At least it's on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, if you're and at all curious to check out what we've been talking about, yeah, it's available on Netflix for the 2015, and then there is the original episodes of the original series on YouTube. So any of this that we've just been discussing is sounds like something you want to check out by all means it is a wonderful wonderful time crumbs good grief <laughs> alec alec i love that little i love that little hamster penfold is definitely the mvp of danger <laughs> mouse in both the original and the updated version so yep, he goes through quite a lot Quite a lot. They didn't even ask for. Nope. Why is he even there? No one knows. <laughs> according according to that one episode of the new show, he was just going to he was just about to propose an invention to uh, self sharpening pencils, and only a uh, freak accident caused him to get involved with the uh, the secret agent training. And then Danger Mouse was like, "You look you look fun. <laughs> Come with me." So it's all Danger Mouse's fault. Uh, but yeah, I think that about wraps us up for today. That was really a lot of fun. Thank you so much for uh, suggesting this uh, particular series, Chris. It was a lot of fun to get introduced to. You're welcome, Chief. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for a, a another episode of the Saturday Morning Cartoon Club. We will be back soon with a, another episode on a different show that we will reveal in the future. <laughs> coming soon to a Patreon near you so um, thank you for being a supporter yes thank if you. you if you are um, and uh, we will do our best to make sure you get lots of more awesome content and we're very grateful for your support and, stay uh, tuned Stay tuned on social media for the announcement of the next episode of the Saturday, Saturday Morning Cartoon Club Mm-hmm. And then you can you can catch up and watch the same thing. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> do some homework. <laughs> Alrighty then. Alright, take care everybody. Thank you so much for your support and we'll see you on the next episode. Invest time playing with the kids, as Money Farm is here to look after your other life investments. From pensions to ISAs and more, we offer investment advice and manage everything on your behalf. You only need 10 minutes to get set up. You have one life. Invest wisely. Moneyfarm.com. Your capital is at risk. Money Farm is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.